Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Now, they gave him a pass. <laughs> Donald Trump got a hood pass into politics. And I think officially it's been revoked. You know, the truth is, it's not as elaborate or bureaucratic as it may seem, especially for movies. And I know when you get you get a bunch of hood dudes, a bunch of down ass fools, you know, say some uh real ass niggas you know what i'm talking about you get them together and they we be sharing like hood war stories a lot of times like you know we put extras on it like my wife says extra sauce on your tacos you know what i'm saying me and we exaggerating about being lost across town you know what i'm saying like walking through somebody else's hood and like man i ain't scared you know what i'm saying or letting people step on your turf you know we just be you know we be telling stories just like just like white boys being like i caught a fish it was this big you know whatever dog you get a bunch of chuds and chads together and they're, you know, talking about all the chicks they slayed. You know, man, shut up. So it's not as elaborate as it seems, but there is a system of passports, if you will, to be able to move freely among different neighborhoods, different barrios. And you need those passports like stamped and approved by the local governing council. We'll say it like that. Oftentimes the local governing council may not have told everybody involved or figured out how to make sure everyone knows but eventually word should get out and that passport is called a hood pass hood politics So let's just say every neighborhood has got its own grocery store, liquor store, shoe store, whatever, meat market, carne asada, andale pues, right? But maybe there's like a super dope, like, 
you know, the best burrito in town happens to be on the other side of 10th Street. But you ain't got no business over there on 10th Street. You need to at some point get yourself a hood pass. And how one attains a hood pass is you have to in some way, in some situation, either earn it by like some sort of lick, <laughs> refer to last week, that shows that, yo, you know what I'm saying? You ain't no danger. You ain't no threat. Maybe you have family over there. Maybe you rep your hood. You down for yours. You feel me? You're a down ass fool from your hood. But, you know, you got a tia that lives over there. You got an uncle that lives over there. So it's like, look, bro, like, hey, I'm just coming to visit family. Like, I don't want no problems. Like, my uncle from here. You know what I'm saying? And Or like, look, bro, your birria tacos over here are just untouchable. So like, I'm look, bro, I'm just trying to get some birria. Like, I'm not... I ain't got no issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't live to live, fool. Right? Uh, shout out, fool's gone wild. So you get a hood pass where it's not your neighborhood, but you're allowed to move and travel freely. Now, the neighborhood has the right to revoke that by either, and it's not like this is a, we're still talking about gangsters. It's not like this is like a really fair thing, but like, you know, whether it's like, Maybe uh, maybe you had a hood pass, you was at a party, and you hollered at the wrong dude's hyena, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you hollering at this dude's girl, uh, yeah, okay, now you can't come back over there. And it's mainly just because homie just caught feelings. She might have, like, dug you, you feel me? But, like, yeah, you can't go back over there no more. You can't do it. That you, you just lost your hood pass. Maybe you were scrapping with somebody who's got an older brother that's over you, know, you done lost your hood pass, right? Or maybe in the other way around, you may have got it. Maybe you have scrapped up some dude that nobody from they block was allowed to actually touch. You laid that fool out, you know what I'm saying? And they like, hey, well, we ain't really like him anyway. <laughs> so, you know, you good. You good over here at any time. Maybe you didn't snitch. Maybe there was a situation happening. The popo pulled up, the juras, you feel me? And you ain't snitch. Cool, you you good over here now. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to get your taco, let's just say a young dude, you know what I'm saying, maybe ain't get the memo. You feel me? Uh gave you some gave you some situations, you know what I'm saying, gave you some static. And then you get to pull your card, you can be like, hey, homie, I'm gonna talk to, you know, big creeper. You feel me? Once you drop this fool's name, you know, he better back up. You or or your block finna call parliament and be like, hey, you know, that's my dog. He told you to stop. You feel me? Or it might be your fault. Maybe you didn't you didn't tap in. Tap in is basically a checking. It's calling first. It's call before you come. You don't just ring the doorbell, right? So maybe you didn't tap in. You got to tap in with the OGs. You don't know what they doing. Maybe maybe they had some static already. That block was already hot. So you got a homie that say, hey, look, you done told the whole apartment building, listen, the enemy, the ops got this situation going. Do you look, I don't. I, maybe you got family coming over, but I'm going to check every window that come down the street. Y'all good? Grandma and them are going to be like, okay, cool. Yeah, I want to drive by happening on my building. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he he there's they're going to be an OG standing right at the, you know, or maybe a young homie standing right at the entrance to y'all's apartment building. You should have tapped. You should have checked in before you went over there. And a lot of this was much harder when I was younger because it's like, it's not like we had like a ton of cell phones. You couldn't just like DM somebody like, no, nah, you, you had to call. You feel me? You had to page him. <laughs> uh till we got a little older and once i got older i had i had enough cred you know enough respect in the cities to where it's like man i'm not a young shooter no more like i'm an older dude you know obviously i got into graffiti and hip-hop so i wasn't a danger anyway you know but either way there were still certain parts of town that's like you know you can't even if you a civilian man you can't just come over here unless you got a pass like it's a lot of stuff happening you know, um, so you got to check in, you got to tap in. There's still parts of cities now that like me as a dad that I still go, especially like when we're going to shoot videos or like 
promo things. Man, I call the OGs first. Be like, okay, hey, listen, man, we're going to be having like $10,000 worth of equipment down here. I just want to make sure we good. I usually get the LOL reply like, you good, homie. Don't don't trip. Everybody know you. Yo, so so like, so it's dope. I've had some uh, film companies be like, hey, you know, they looked on Google Maps and was like, it'd be cool to shoot here. And I'm like, yeah, nah, we can't, we can't shoot here, bro. I don't know nobody over there. And even if I did, I'm not using my pass to go over there because... You can't abuse these privileges. So that's your hood pass. What am I talking about? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but Donald Trump ain't a politician. <laughs> he, he's, he was, I think, all jokes aside, he's a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Like he get it how he living. Like Donald Trump get it how he living. His hustle was real estate. And then got into entertainment and power brokering. It's just his hustle is get the bag, secure the bag at all costs. That's his hustle. And the American people were the lick, like we said last week. But he ain't a politician. Now, they gave him a pass. <laughs> Donald Trump got a hood pass into politics. And I think officially it's been revoked. Trump done lost his hood pass. Now, the question is, who'd he lose it from and why? So I'm going to say who revoked his card is from three different spheres, from the political sphere, from the capitalist sphere, and from the Trump streets. That's what I'm going to call these, the Trump streets. Wood politics, remember that. And I think the reason for the first two is the same. The last one's totally different. But I'll say for the first two, for the political sphere and the capitalist sphere, it's very simple. He fucked up the money. You can't fuck up the money. When you start messing up the bag securance, all bets, you can put as many kids in cages, you can say the racist stuff, as long as you don't mess up the money. Does that, let me, let me try to lay it out for you. Listen, when you mess up the money, in the streets, when you mess up the money, how you do that oftentimes is you bring it too much attention over here. You way too flashy. All this stuff, all this, when you, a lot of times, like, when you reckless, like, hotheads, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did a, a when, when Bamboo was on, I know I referenced him a couple times, but Bamboo was on, we was talking about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you had a family member, a cousin, a homeboy that's just a hothead, all of a sudden, we got to fight, you know, you know what I mean? Because he mouthing off. You bring it too much attention here. Like the great prophet Lil Wayne say, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Because the G is silent in lasagna. Y'all got it? You, you, when you bring too much noise, you call, you draw too much attention. It's okay, we flashy, I get it, we flashy. You want to throw a party, you want to floss, you know what I'm saying? You got your thing, but listen. I say this not as a joke, as dead serious. Pop smoke. When he passed away, this shit is not funny. He tagged his location and someone went and touched him. It's too much attention. Dudes be out here on the block with no security, flashing they, you know what I'm saying? Dudes take a picture with they, they got they, they got they advanced check, take a picture in their new chain. The next photo is like, damn, my chain got snatched. Because move in silence, bro. It's too much. You doing too much. Fucking up the money. Now in the political sphere, we can say it like this. Nigga, you got almost got us killed. 
It was, it's all, it was all cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's, that's when the D and the R didn't matter. They was like, listen, you almost got us killed. Not, you didn't kill our careers. Nigga, we almost died. These people, they would have killed us. It's like, wait, 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 time out. You almost got us killed, fam. We already know, you know what I'm saying, what we signed up for because you almost got us killed. And then you had the nerve. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that yet. You just, fam, you almost got us killed. It, it, like, we got to like, we got to do something. They donors, big, huge donors to the Republican politicians are like, bro, we got donors backing off. Like our big time donors. And of course, now is not really like it's the end of the election cycle. So it really ain't going to hurt them that bad. But they they getting ultimatums. They own hoods. They own cities. It's like, yo, if you don't support removing this nigga, like I'm done supporting you. All right, Trump, you didn't fucked up the money. We was cool. Money was coming in. You was earning. Your drama was earning, but you done went too far. You fucking up the money now. And you almost got us killed. So you got to go. That's on the Republican side for real. And the Democrats, they like, look, man, get your boy. They looking at Pence like, homie, get your boy. I don't understand. <laughs> look, get your boy before I get him. Whose man's is this? You better go get him before we do. You fucking up the money. And we can't let this ride. Listen, think about this, man. You can't let this ride. Remember, you just gave this man a hood pass. And he done brought all this static to the block. You can't let this ride. If you're the Democratic Party, you can't let it ride. You have to do something. Even if it don't work out. Even if there is, they bring in the articles of impeachment today. They're voting on the impeachment today. But you had to give an ultimatum to Pence to be like, get your mans or we getting it. We cannot go down in history like we let this shit ride. You can't let it ride. I mean, even if you don't, even if you know it's not going to do nothing, you can't, you can't let it ride. We, we got to revoke your hood pass, cuz. You can't be here no more. You can't, I mean, what do you, you have pushed me into a corner. You have removed my options. <laughs> even if, even if it ain't going to happen. You just put me in a scenario where I can't let it ride. And you I feel like you've handed he's handed the Democrats a power play over Mike Pence because now I'm going to say this. I'm going to use this term because I'm using street terms. You y'all understand like I don't really talk like. But Pelosi and them can look at look at this fool Pence and be like these people were going to kill you. They were screaming, "Hang Mike Pence." And your boy didn't stop him and you ain't do shit. You're a bitch. You you not so you not finna evoke the 25th amendment? You're a bitch. You just bitched up hard. That man just looked you in the face and was going to let them kill you and you ain't going to do shit? You're a bitch. I don't know if there's coming back from that. Now granted again, like I said, I don't talk like this. He If I'm Mike Pence, I'm scared from both angles. I would be scared too because these people was going to actually kill me. If I if I invoke the 25th Amendment, the country going to lose its mind. And they going to say, my own party, that I'm a bitch. If I let the impeachment happen, I'm a bitch. Because I'm letting this other side touch my homeboy. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe, 
maybe I'm tired of this nigga bullying me. And and again, like we said before, oh, you finna grow some nuts now? Oh, so you got nuts now, huh? Okay. Really? Nigga, you scared. You ain't gonna do shit. You know why? Because you're a bitch. That's like, that's the, this is the, this is the, the thing he's been pushed into. You can't come back from this. I don't, I mean, you probably can't. I don't know how. I don't know how you come back from this. Because no matter what Mike Pence does, he's a bitch. So the moral of the story to me is you shouldn't be running with street dudes. <laughs> this is what happens when you broker with power plays. You get pushed in the corners that like there's a no win situation for you. I don't I, I just don't see how this. So he put this he put this uh, letter back to, to the Democrats because Nancy Pelosi wrote him a letter and was like, listen, get your mans or we get him. And he was like, listen, man, I'm not going to invoke the 25th. I'm not going to do that. But I'm also not going to stop you if you if you do the impeachment stuff. I'm not I'm not going to stop you. But I don't think this is a good idea. And he going to say for the sake of the American people, it's not a good idea. It just it's you. It's a lose lose situation because either way, you're a bitch. It's Mike Pence's situation. We shouldn't have never let this man on the block. Is it, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have never let this dude go in here. Now, I just read a political article that Pence is actually done with Trump's bullshit. One of his former advisor was like, well, it's not like he's going to give a primetime speech saying F Donald Trump, but he's going to do it in his own way. And I think in his own way is that slick, like slimy white boy way, which is like, I'm never gonna. I'm gonna smile at you. It's the it's the it's the <laughs> it's the Western evangelical white church way. They smile at you the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> which is a terrible analogy, but at least that was my experience. I was like, y'all don't really like Jesus the way that I thought y'all like Jesus. Anyway, he gonna smile at him the whole time. So I think that this this way that he doing now, where he's like, well, I'm not gonna stop it. He could look at he could look at the dude and be like, look, man, it is not it is it is not constitutionally in my power to stop these dudes from impeaching you. If they chose to do that, they chose to do that. And we'll see what's up. Now, the Democrats play on the Al Jazeera recently podcast is like, well, you know, if we don't do shit, like I said, then now we look like bitches. Can you just let this man destroy your whole hood? You got to revoke his past and never let him come back. You can't let it ride. Now, the man ain't got but one week, and according to our laws, we don't prosecute sitting presidents. So you're trying to buy your time, but you got to get this thing on record first. You want to be able to go down on record to be like, we impeached this fool twice. We did our part. And if you get impeached twice, I mean, it's not like you can run for president again. You know, maybe they playing a the long game. I'm watching my man Mitch. Like I told you, third wave hit the lick. I'm hustling. He all, he all for the impeachment. He like, man, we need to purge this mug. Get this nigga off the block. That's what he said. He was like, I'm for this impeachment because maybe we could purge the Republican Party a little more. You know what just came out? That ain't confirmed none of this. So I'm afraid saying it. But they said that it was a few of these, it was a few uh, 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 legislator congressmen that were low-key giving these tour guides that were like almost recog. Because if you notice, these, these the raid of hoarding Vikas, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of, kind of, kind of knew where they was going so some of these dudes are saying that now i don't want to i'm look look it ain't confirmed it makes sense but it ain't confirmed so you can't just we can't just say that all i'm saying is mitch is like look man we got us a cancer and we need to purge this mug because it's bad for business the revolt is bad for business 
fucking up the money. You can't fuck 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 up the money. Now, if you the capitalist, if you watched him not only deplatform himself, but get other things deplatformed, this nigga killed Parlor. Like you, you, he killed it. You, 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 you put a dagger in the Parlor. You fucking up the money, man. Stripe said they not gonna receive this man's donations. They not gonna run the finances for his website. They not gonna like. He done fucked up his own bag. You fucking up the money, dog. What he learned is that what runs a capitalistic society is the capitalists. <laughs> because this is what they need. If you big Marriott said Marriott is like, look, dog, we not for this. They pull a nay donation, fucking up the money. What these Fortune 500 companies need is stability. They need a government, a court system, a federal branch, because they hold work is built around contracts and being able to threaten to sue and to create this like legalese and this judo to be able to keep that money secure. But if it ain't stable, so the market don't care, the capitalists don't care who in the office, as long as you keep it stable because turmoil fucks up the money. So that's why dudes get on stage or dudes get on screen and be like, yo, the, the S&P 500, the Dow Jones shot up after the end of the, the insurrection. It wasn't the insurrection that did it. It was when it got coiled. It was when everybody, it was when all of the Congress was all in agreements that this shit was terrible. So then it shot up because they, I just need you to be, I just need y'all to calm down. You bring in way too, this is why I said, you bring in way too much attention out here. You causing instability, You're fucking up the money. That's where the problem comes. You, 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 you can't mess with the bag securance. Again, I'd like to address the amount of swear words I say on this, where again, I'm, I'm talking in hood terms. Okay. I don't really talk like this at home. Well, maybe at home, but not in public. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, more on the Republican side, you, you, we seeing people doing exactly what I predicted they would do is when the boss fell, they're going to scatter, they're going to choose sides and then they're going to scatter and then they're going to act like they was never over there in the first place. Like one of the funniest videos I ever seen was Ted Cruz saying, well, you know, I, I, there was a lot of things the whole time that I didn't like about Trump and I was, vo I was vocal about it. And I was like, no, you weren't, bro. No, you weren't. That man made fun of your wife. That nigga dissed your wife on international television. So it's like, you done lost. Nah, bro. Nah, fam. Lindsey Graham, all these dudes. They, you, you, the, the, the stink is on you. But they running away. They, 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 they took their sides. They running away. Right? But let me give you an example of the gang injunctions. During the gang injunctions, during the you know, war on drugs and this, this whole thing, is like when you, when you were involved in the gang unit, this was a time in the 90s and 2000s when they were like, just this big push to end gang violence. And this is where a lot of the mass incarceration kind of came from. Once you got in the system, if you got pulled over, if you got stopped, whatever case, if you had any run in with the police, they would take pictures of your jewelry, of your tattoos, of scars, of everything that would mark you 
as a part of something. And if they look at a tattoo and it say 18th Street, you understand what I'm saying? Or 18 somewhere on your body, they're going to go, oh, he part of 18th Street. It goes in a file and that file follow you. For the, I was, a, again, I said it before, I got into graffiti. And stupid me, like every other little graffiti artist, they would be like, let me see your backpack. Let me see your sketchbook. Y'all would have to open up my folder, open up my sketch, And all over my folder was the same initials, was the same name. They would go, oh, word, is this you, bro? And take a picture of a freeway street sign, and it'd be the same damn word. And what I'm going to say? What I'm going to say? Yeah, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I came? <laughs> and that bug will follow you. You be a full-grown adult. A decade later, they pull up. They spot a tattoo. They run that through their system. And they was like, oh, he party. You were part of the gang system. You still repping that hood? You done. It, the, the marks is on you. It's going to follow. Even after the laws changed, it's finna follow you. Even if you get out, even if you not about that life down no more. You, you, you are literally and philosophically and metaphorically tattooed. The stank is still on you. Listen, I'm a grown man with two kids and a mortgage. And if I get pulled over and they run my name through their database, those, those tag banging injunctions is going to pop up because the stank is on you. Whether it's right or wrong, it's what it is. The stank is on you. How many resignations have we been seeing in the last week and a half? Mick Mulvaney, uh, Betsy DeVos, uh, all these. Listen, Chad Wolf, the acting head of, of Homeland Security. Listen, the stank is on you. I don't know how you're going to shake this, bro. Now, I'm glad you done left. I done glad you decided like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going down with this ship. The stank is on you. You done, you done been tattooed. Now, that don't mean you won't rehabilitate. That don't mean you may not run a whole different lifestyle. Take Nipsey Hussle. He, that's a whole different life he lived. But it's on you, though. Myself. I ain't written on no wall. <laughs> Since before college. I live a whole different life. I tell you what, though, that stank on you. So the banks, the capitalists, the politicians is like, nigga, give me your pass. You can't come back around here no more. <laughs> so his last respite is his fan base. And I think he might have put a dagger into his fan base. He ain't kill him. But I think he might have learned something about this. They was already emboldened. And maybe Trump was just, maybe he was just tender for a fire that they already had. Because that's how fascism work, right? Like, it, like these people are already aggrieved. Is aggrieved the word? They already got their grievances. We'll say it like that. They already felt like they was left out by the powers that be in the government and by those that control the money. They already felt like they was left out. You just gave them that yang. Because remember, it was just a lick. And it's not the working poor because as studies show, as statistics are saying that his Tom's following, it's only it's less than a third of them that are actually under national poverty lines. Because if you under national poverty lines, you think you got time to you can't just be taking off work on a Tuesday and flying to I'm a Buy an airplane ticket to go to D.C. on a Tuesday, bro. I can't. I, I gotta eat, man. 
they ain't got time for all that. It's it's liquid capital working class that got the the time and margins to be able to paint your face and buy a extra pitchfork. You know what I'm saying? And tie a flag to it. Like you know, if you you po, you working. I ain't got time for all this. You know what I'm saying? But when he read his little um his little apology, and he's continuing to double down on this apology. Half of that block go, oh yeah, you know, he you know he has to do that. Cause it it definitely sounded like a hostage letter. It definitely sounded like your school called and uh told your mama you you was cutting up in school and she wore you out and then you had to go back to the principal and tell him how sorry you were. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought of another analogy um with him getting picked kicked off of social platforms and them calling that censorship. I thought of it like this, man. Okay, so let's just say I was throwing a house party and I invited all the homies over and my one rule was like, yo, you gotta you gotta stay out of my mama's room. That my mom's room's off limits. And I happen to walk by on my way to the bathroom and I look at my mama's room and I catch this nigga mid stroke on my mama's bed, like just wearing some girls out. And when I put this nigga out, I'm not censoring his love making. You can smash wherever you want, whenever you want, just not in my mama's house and be able to stay here. I made it very clear. This ain't your house. And in my house, you ain't supposed to be in my mama's bedroom. Nigga, you don't have an argument here. Platforms have terms and conditions. I just, just you can say what the hell you want to say, just not on my platform. That's, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> This ain't hard, cuz. Anyway, I, that's a that's a that's a side note. But I think among his streets, among the Trump streets, half of them was like, oh, wait, hold up. Some of us died out here for you. And you finna go in here and say and call for things of peace. You just said for us to rush the way. Hold up. We all heard you green light this fool. We all heard you say it. And don't look at me like you ain't know what you were saying. Now you finna sell us out in front of the whole world after we did this for you? Oh, they done threatened your legacy and now all of a sudden you worried about your reputation. Nah, bro. Hey, seriously, it might be some fuck Trump time. Now you part of the problem. Because remember, they was already, they already ain't trust the government. And then now you just started sounding like the government. Some of them is like, it sounded to me like you just want this, man, you just used us. Because he did just use them. But it sounded like some of them thinking that some of them are like, yo, it was never just about Trump. Trump was only the he was only the tender to the fire. They got all their things planned already. I wouldn't put it past old Trumpy Poo to on the night of on the day of the inauguration to throw his own rally. And it actually not be that well attended because everybody else already had their plans to storm the capitals across the country. Because <laughs> they was already like, yo, we already at war. You, you know what I'm saying? You just legitimized us. You feel me? My only warning to these people, and I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm just like, please, in the name of COINTELPRO and the Black Panthers and RICO and the Mafia, please, please, please have your antennas up to know that you done already been infiltrated by the FBI. The FBI, the biggest gang in the country. They get their man. Let me tell you something. The FBI has a perfect record. They are undefeated. So... I'm going to tell you right now, you done already been compromised. You done picked a fight with the wrong people. As horrible as the FBI is, they really good at their job. I don't know. 
And breaking news, I just uploaded this podcast just to turn on the TV and see his hood pass was officially revoked. Big homie got a two-piece with a side of insurrection. You finna go into history. You the first nigga ever to get <laughs> impeached twice, cuz? Sheesh. You can't fuck up the money. You can't fuck up the money. You can't fuck up the money. I just know Trump done lost his hood pass. I don't know how he gonna get it back. Maybe he don't care. Maybe he like, I'm balling so hard, I can go wherever I want. We'll see what his next lick is. Hood Politics was recorded right here in Los Angeles, California. Mixed and mastered by Matt Osowski. So that's how you say his name. Theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. And all of y'all remember politics. Yo, it's just gangbanging in nice suits. Peace. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.